Are you working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. From the makeshift studios in Mullica Hill, New Jersey. It's talking ish with your commish. Back for another week. Um, the NFL football. Things didn't go so great for our birds last weekend. Pretty miserable performance. Embarrassing, even. Um, I don't even want to talk about it, so we're not going to. To me, didn't fucking happen. I've moved on to bigger and better things. The Sixers are back, they look pretty fucking good. Lockdown defenders. Offense could use some work, but I think it's coming. I think it's going to come together. Um, Philly's just signed new coach, Joe Girardi. I think it's a great signing. It's actually who I wanted back in the day. Uh, The Philadelphia Union are in the playoffs. Uh, So, hey, there's lots of other things to do besides fucking Eagles football. I'll tune in Sunday because I always do. I'm a sucker like that. I'll watch every fucking game. Even if they lost all 16, I'd still watch all 16 of them just so I can complain and be bitter and miserable. Um, but anyway, to move on from football, uh, the commission has been, uh, as I've alluded to on some of the previous podcasts, I've been working like crazy. I've been working fucking crazy hours. I get up at like 5.45 and go right into the office after showering and shit. So I'm there by like 6.30, 7 o'clock. I don't leave till like fucking 6.30, 7 o'clock. I come home, I do fucking work, I fucking hate it. And, uh, you know, I used to come in around like 7.30 and leave at like 5. That was my normal routine. So I never really saw the office after hours. And, you know, when you're in your office beyond the time that's like the normal time schedule for, you know, people to be there, there's wacky shit going on. Like our maintenance crew is always there at night. And I never knew how many motherfuckers were in this building that I work at just cleaning up. And they're all doing different jobs. Like you got one lady that's going around to every desk emptying the trash can. And you know, you never think about it. You get in in the morning and then, boom, your trash is gone. You don't even fucking think twice about like the fact that some woman came in, emptied it out, replaced the liner, and went on to the next desk and did it like fucking a hundred and like million times. Like for every fucking desk in the office. Um, but the one thing that's been getting in my way, driving me nuts in my late hours uh, shifts here at the Campbell Soup Center. Um, There's a bathroom. It's the closest bathroom in proximity to where I sit. And sometimes, you know, you really got to fucking go. Like, you've been holding it for, I don't know, like three hours or so, three, four hours, you know, holding your piss in. You want to go take a piss, you want to go to the most convenient location. Well, there's this motherfucker that cleans the bathrooms. And, you know, he cleans bathrooms. So I kind of feel bad for him in that sense. But, you know... He doesn't have to be, like, so goddamn uh, meticulous about his schedule. Every day around, like, 5, 30, 6 o'clock, you know, I got to take a piss. And this motherfucker, who's, like, 4 foot 5, by the way, he's the shortest man I've ever seen in my life. He's very tiny. You can fit him in your pocket. He's this old, little, like, white-looking Latino dude with glasses. And when you go into the bathroom, he's like, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I better just play some fast towels, man. And he's just like, oh, thanks, brother. So, like, he's kind of a nice guy, but I got beef with him for one reason, one reason only. 
At the end of the day, 5.36 o'clock, I go to take a piss. This motherfucker has the bathroom closed. I didn't even know you could close a bathroom, you know? He has this thing he puts over the door that's like, uh, it goes through like the arch of the door and basically creates like a barricade that you can't go through the door while he's cleaning the bathroom because he's going, he's going in. He's getting the deep clean, which I appreciate. Our bathrooms are very clean, but he always seems to find a way to do it at the time that I got to piss the most. And I run into this motherfucker and I went into the bathroom recently. I think this was on like a Tuesday. Tuesday, I went into the bathroom while I was cleaning, and I'm like, hey, man, can I pee in here? Like, do you mind? Because I don't want to walk to, like, the next bathroom. That would be really inconvenient. And uh, this motherfucker doesn't say a word to me. And at first, I'm just like, wow, this man adamantly fucking does not like me being in the bathroom while he's cleaning it. But what I come to realize after several awkward seconds of silence was that he had his headphones in. And... His back was, like, turned, so, like, he didn't really see me. So I said it again. I said it a few times. Didn't fucking hear me at all. Really, like, going to town, scrubbing a toilet. Doesn't look like he's coming back up for a while. So I just go in. I take my piss. And then I sit, I'm, like, standing there thinking, fuck. I didn't think about the part where it's an automatic flush. And when I walk away, that's probably much louder than the sound of my monotone, grumbly voice. So I take my piss, and I know I gotta leave before this motherfucker picks his head up from the toilet and realizes I barged in on his, like, no bathroom sign. I fucking hustle, get my pants all squared away, and then I fucking just bolt for the door. And in bolting for the door, I completely forgot about the fact that he had this fucking thing on the archway of the door, completely fucking forgot that it was there, blocking the door's entrance, and I ran right into it with my face, knocking it off, and that's what got his attention. And he's like, what are you doing, man? You okay? You all right? Did you not see the sign? I'm like, motherfucker. Uh, I just came in and took a piss right behind your back. And you didn't even know. So don't act all uh, high and mighty now. Another strange thing that happened to me in the after hours uh, lifestyle that I've been living at the Campbell Soup Company is I ran into a, a woman who's part of the cleaning staff that I've never seen there before. She must only be there like 6 o'clock on. Um, not really sure what she does. Every night I've seen her so far, she's been sitting at this little table that's right near the pantry where I sit, where my desk is. And she's just reading magazines, like flipping through them. She's got a little cart next to her, so I'm assuming she does some kind of cleaning. Uh, I'm not really sure what. But the interesting thing about this lady is like it looks like her face like is a melting wax candle. She looks like fucking Admiral Akbar from Star Wars. She is frightening to look at. And it's not just like the fact that her face is like looks like it's melting because she's had like a million botched plastic surgeries or something. She has a like wig and it's fake as fucking shit. Like imagine if Don King had really, really long hair. That's what she looks like. She kind of actually looks like if Don King and Admiral Akbar had a love child. That's almost exactly accurate as to what she looks like. And I have yet to see her actually do anything but read magazines. And I've stayed there pretty late some nights, like 9 o'clock. She'll sit there for like three fucking hours reading magazines. Perhaps, my theory, and like this is the weird shit I talk to myself about in the office late at night, my theory is that she just finishes early and then just chills for a couple hours. Because there's something that to back up my theory. There was a, a time like a few weeks ago, I was visiting my sister at work, and 
uh, it was the afternoon, and I walked into uh, her hospital, and guess who I saw? Same fucking lady. Fucking, um, I mean, come on. She's pretty recognizable. I think I'd know that it was her. She's uh, just a Sodexo employee. So I guess we, the Sodexo service is our building. They probably do that building. And she's just like does the same shit there. And you'll never fucking believe it, but she's sitting at a table, flipping through magazines, doesn't appear to be working at all. This bitch is scamming out a couple different places, or she's just like powering through, cleaning whatever she cleans. God fucking knows what she cleans. But she's cleaning it and then getting right to her magazines. Like she's not fucking around. Not this lady. That's fucking, that's a lifestyle right there. She works, but does she? Working hard or hardly working? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out in the next couple weeks. All right, I guess we got to get to fucking fantasy football. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not too excited about uh, fantasy football right now because I'm I'm not doing great. Um, just a lot of injuries. They keep piling up, and some of these look like it's they're going to be hard to overcome. All I'm praying for is that Mike continues to lose. No offense, Mike. Um, I don't want to see you get paintballed, but I also don't want to get paintballed. And at this point, sitting now in seventh place, I'm close enough to the point where I could get paintballed if you keep winning games and put up more points than me. That's just facts. That's legit. And your team right now, I think in the current state, is a little bit better than mine. And I'm very nervous. Very nervous. For the first time this season. I'm saying that because there's just too many injuries on my squad. I gotta hope that somehow I can overcome. But fuck it, let's just go right into your matchups for the week. Cue the Duck Orchestra. Right. Right, right, right. In our fucking first matchup, let's get right into the commish. It's fucking miserable. Didn't look good. Had like 72 fucking points this week. Saquon. 15.5 points, but kind of banged up. Carry on Johnson. Knee. Probably out for the fucking year. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Fucking average. Painfully fucking average. Uh, just a disappointing effort from a team that was projected to put up like 130-something fucking points. And then uh, you had the King of Jetro, the other side. Uh, he did what his projection said he was going to do, which was be average. And uh, his New England defense... Is what ultimately got it done for him. Jake over the commission, 109.05, 72.4. With that win, Jake now moves up into fourth place overall, second place in the Gentile division at four and three. The commission falls all the way to seventh place overall, and fourth place in the Gentile division at three and four. And our next matchup, we had uh, Booker McFartland taking on Yo Soy. Another rough week uh, for Dave, putting up pedestrian numbers just like the commish. Lamar Jackson had himself uh, a pretty average day for Lamar Jackson, who's been kind of carrying Dave's squad, which I think brings him down a little bit. Joff not having a super impressive week, uh, but enough to get it done. Joff 104.35 to 83.95. Dave now falls to last place in the Gentile division, eighth place overall at three and four, tied with the Kamish, and not too far behind in points. While Joff remains in first place in the Gentile division, second over our second overall, five and two, eight hundred and seven 
5.25 total points, though. Still kind of a shallow lead. Anyone in that Gentile division, if they can just figure out how to win some fucking games, can creep up on Joe. But Joe's going to just keep taking advantage of uh, these weeks where he plays a weaker opponent and gets the win. In our next matchup, we got uh, BJ taking on Mike, who... Shout out to Mike for changing the name to Mike Cuckabee Sanders. Fucking hilarious name. Um, picture even better. So shout out to Mike. Uh, but, you know, Mike actually had a pretty decent week this week. Would have beat a lot of other teams. But he played BJ. And, oh, man, just fucking pure cuckery. Uh, up and down the squad, I think Mike's squad did enough to get it done. It's just that BJ's did a little bit more, despite Kyler Murray only putting up eight points. BJ got just these explosive performances from guys like Allen Robinson, Dalvin Cook. Uh, who the fuck is this guy? Darren Waller. I don't even know who the fuck that is. I'm fucking not following the Oakland Raiders whatsoever. Um, yeah, BJ getting it fucking done. 133.2 to 129.1. Oh, man, Mike. Sitting in last place. One and six. Getting cucked left and right. BJ, though, moves himself up in the rankings at th- uh, th- third place in the Gentile division, fifth place overall, four and three, looking pretty good. Uh, that Gentile division starting to uh, turn itself around. Uh, we'll see who uh, who comes out on top there, though. It's a pretty tight division. I think it's very competitive. You notice I lost my music and I said nothing about it because I don't care about it halfway. Like halfway, like in the beginning, I'm like, I need the music to get me started. Halfway through, I'm like, fuck the music. But I like the music in the beginning, and then, like, I fuck it. I just got to get through it, you know? Anyway, uh, our next matchup, we saw Steino uh, versus... Who the fuck is Clean Hoops? I don't even... You guys are changing your names on me too much. Who the fuck is Clean Hoops? I'm trying to figure out who this is. Is that Mark? Mark? Mark, what the fuck does that mean? Clean Hoops. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. We got to do a little digression here on the podcast to figure out what the fuck this is even talking about. Mark, what is your team name mean? Clean Hoops. Is it because of Hooper? Oh, my God, Mark. Mark. Mark, come on, man. That's a terrible team name. What are you doing? No wonder your team only put up 72.05 points and got stomped on by fucking Steino. Steino, who was sitting in last place in the league after Mark had so many successful weeks, changes the team name to Clean Hoops, a terrible team name. From Spack Shitty Team, which was a better team name than Clean Hoops. Abysmal uh, performance. You were like Kamish-like this week. And uh, Stein just pretty much took a shit down your throat with Aaron Rodgers. And that hookup, that little quarterback to wide receiver hookup to uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. What a fucking odd name that is. Um, Stein, oh. Oh, 149.95 to Mark 72.05. Stein moves himself out of the basement at now at 2-5. and five. Put a fucking explosive amount of points, so separated himself a little bit there from Mike with the win and now with the points. Mark, clean hoops, now 3-4. and four, The last team in in the playoffs. Uh, Jew division starting to uh, pull away. That's top two teams. And in our game of the fucking week, um, we had the battle for the Jew division. Uh, Christian McFarter versus Zach Marone. And Christian McFarter had a rough week. 
Pat Mahomes and the whole fucking weird kneecap dislocation thing happened, and he didn't get the benefit of those points, and then the rest of his team was pretty cheeks. Zach Marone, who's been on fire, didn't have the best week, but did enough to get it done. And now, uh, with this win, 108.45 to 78.80, Zach now sits on top of the Jew division at 5-2. And, and Christian McFarter, Zifo, falls to second place, third overall, actually, um, because of the, uh, the Jove performance and being on top of the Gentile division. So... Falls two spots in the playoff rankings now at five and two, separated by, uh, away from Zach Marone by like twenty nine points. So them's is your matchups, and with one hundred and forty nine point nine five fucking points, the guy who was just about to get paintballed once again is now the MVP and proud winner of five dollars cash money. He is elected to not take the commissioner's challenge, which makes him a pussy. So congratulations on your new vagina, Stein. Um, I think you should have taken me up on the offer. My, I'm like a wounded deer right now. It's basically like printing money to hand out. Um, it's kind of like when you're in the mall and someone hands you a flyer. It's like them telling you, here, you throw this out. Anyway, let's move right into our power rankings, an arbitrary system where we try to metric each other and feel like we're better than each other off of some meaningless fucking bullshit that means nothing unless you've got power <laughs> Where are we going? number 10 at number 10 at one and six sitting in paintball contention mike cuckabee sanders mike has the squad on paper to get it done possibly at least enough to be dangerous at least enough to crawl out of this position and if I were Mike, I'd have my eyes set on the commish because the commish is the ween, the wounded deer, the weak link right now. And if you're going to crawl out of the basement, that's who your competition is. I really believe that. I've fallen off here in the last few weeks. Not uh, impressive performances, lots of injuries. rut row. But for now, you sit at number 10. Number 9. Coming in at number 9, the MVP this week crawling out of the basement but still two and five uh not a lot of points for steino so steino the one obstacle mike will have in overcoming uh the paintball contention to get to me is you so you are the link between me and mike um but i think your team's not very good i think i'm at least better than your team hopefully while they put up explosive performance this week it's one of those you know once in a once in a year performances, I'm hoping. I just don't want to get paintball, dude. Just don't let it happen. Number nine. Number eight. Coming in at number eight, another uh, guy who had a, just a tough week, had and I feel like him and I are kindred spirits in that like we've had a few of these now, just not the weeks we wanted, not the weeks we projected, but uh, the injury bugs going around. Dave coming in at number eight, sitting at three and four few points behind the commish not much separates us right now kind of same ppdd status if you ask me dave coming in at eight number seven coming in at seven is the commish he's a dumpster fire we don't even want to talk about him fuck him number six coming in at number six i think on team name alone is mark clean hoops dude that totally caught me by surprise dude, when did you change that i've been looking at this thing recently and i don't remember seeing that maybe i just overlooked it because it's 
incredibly bad. Mark, come on, bro. What are you doing? I'm calling you out hard here right now, but I think I need to. Like, if you're going to come up with a name that has, like, the guy in it from your team, like, do better. Be better. Three and four. Uh, sixth place overall. Last team in the playoffs. Gets you some credibility. That team name might make it slip. Think about it, dude. Number five. Coming in at number five. Um, a guy I think that may may do some stuff. Looking for a quarterback. Help him out. BJ. Coming in at number five. Game of Jones. Four and three. Overtook the commission this week. Um, in the In the rankings there. We're going to play each other again now for the second time in like two weeks or three weeks. Fucking great job scheduling whoever did that. <laughs> anyway, BJ looking good. Coming in at number five. Number four. Number four, the King of Jetro. Found that nitrous hit out there in Japan. Uh, figured it out against the Kamish. Not the strongest week, but figured it out. Got it done. Moves into second place in the Gentile division. Fourth place in our playoff rankings. And first place in our hearts. Number three. Coming in at number three, falling from grace, the farter himself, Christian McFarter. I'll be honest, with the Mahomie out, with the weird knee injury, that seems to not be a big issue, but it's going to plague him for the next two to three weeks or something like that, they said. Um, he's in trouble. That's the guy who's carried his squad, and he may want to just um, tone down the trash talk until the Mahomie comes back. But for now, the McFarter has a chance to prove himself bring him back up in those rankings. But now he sits at three. Number two. Coming in at number two. Uh, gotta give the respect to Joe. If I talked some shit to him the last few weeks, and I, I talked some shit to him today on the, on the points four, but he continues to just get the wins. And that's what it's about. At the end of the day, you get the win. You put yourself in position to be a good team. You get good standing. Maybe you get a bye. You only got to win a few games. You get hot at the right time. You win a championship. And, or you win two two in a row. You know? Joe fit number two. Number one. Coming in at number one. Zach Marone sits on top of the league right now. On top of the Jew division. On top of the league. He's feeling his oats. Got the win in the battle for the Jew division. And here we are. The Jew division has had the top team pretty much all year, with the exception of a few weeks where Joe's out there. Um, but they haven't had the better division, in my opinion, because they've got two teams that are in the bottom, and then uh, one team that has a terrible name, and then two teams vying for the top. And then in our division, it's just like wide open. Anybody could win that thing. It's crazy. We're like the fucking NFC East. How about that? So that's your power rankings. Uh, hopefully you uh, don't have too much issue with it because it doesn't fucking matter. All right, your matchups this week. We've got the commish uh, in a in another match against BJ, second time in three weeks. Great job scheduling. Then we got Joe taking on the King of Jetro in a battle inside the Gentile division. I think it's winner take uh, first place because if Jake wins, he's got the points on uh, Joe. Dave taking on Mike Cuckabee Sanders in a matchup right now that by projections is very close. Mike desperately wanting to win. And then we've got uh, uh, Zach Maron taking on Steino. Steino coming off the MVP. Zach Maron now in first place, feeling his oats. And then we got Mark taking on Zifo 
Zifo trying to bounce back, but can Mark sustain the momentum we've seen in previous weeks? We will see. For now, let's go to the soundboard, my favorite part of the podcast, where we hear from you. Let's go to Uncle Butch. Hey, yo. Happy to be back on the winning side of things. Tied with Jake for the win- longest winning streak in the league at, uh, I think, two games. Is that a streak? Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, looking to uh, complete the series sweep against Brent this week. Trying to dish out some ish on the commish, you know. Like but, uh, yeah, hopefully my team keeps it going. I'm also going to throw this out there, open invite for my bachelor party in Myrtle Beach. Uh, sometime middle April, early May. Um, bunch of us are going, house on the beach, get a couple rounds of golf in, a couple strip clubs, a couple hookers, you know how we do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. All right, yeah, that's all I got. Let it. That totally caught me off guard. That was fucking funny. Um, yeah, probably going to uh, take me again this week, BJ. BJ's been a fucking uh, pain, in my, pain in my ass with the exception of that championship game last year. I'd like to remind you that, though, BJ. But BJ's pretty much owned my ass um, since he's entered the league, except for that championship game. Except for that one. Anyway, uh, yeah. You know, BJ, bachelor party, good time. Fucking sounds great. Uh, congrats on getting married. Uh, my advice, don't do it. Just kidding. Nah, do it. It's great. Uh, let's go to Mark. Coming to you live from my car, my way home from my flag football game, semifinal championship game. We lost by five points, 26 to 21. It was a sad, sad day, and uh, only because it was sad because, you know, we were on offense on the last drive, and our quarterback, you know, we're making, we're making a run, and uh, we're about 25 yards from the end zone. We got 30 seconds left. We make a play. We get up to the first down. We got about 10 to 15 yards left to the end zone, and uh, we get to the line of scrimmage. You know, we get call hike. He gets, he gets uh, blitzed because it's a new set of downs, first down. And, uh, you know, he's scrambling. And instead of just throwing the fucking ball away, he scrambles around, try to not get sacked and look for a play. When everyone's yelling at him to just fucking get rid of it because the incomplete pass stops the clock. And then he gets ends up getting sacked. And then we fucking lose the game. Time runs out. God. What a fucking idiot. I'm so mad. But, uh, you know, it's all right. Get over it a little bit. Just uh, flag football. You know, I'm not competitive or anything. Not that I wanted to win or anything. Who wants to win, you know? Like, well, fuck that, I guess. Fucking idiot. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, changed my team name. Hope you guys all get a chance to look there. I changed, you know, a little... Talked a little bit about it last week on the podcast. About my win streak and changing names and... Brent changed his name and then ended up winning the championship or whatever, or you got to be careful about changing your name. So I lost, and I was like, all right, let me, just, let me just change my name real quick. Because if I do end up winning the championship, I didn't want, you know, SPAC's shitty squad to be the name that gets hoisted of, you know, hoisting the trophy. So I was, I was willing to move on from that, so I did. Um, 
clean hoops. Clean hoops. You know, it's all about clean hoops. So, all right. See ya. You know, Mark, as we discussed earlier, I don't like the name a lot. I think you can do better. I think you could be more creative. I think you could be more clever. I don't know. Figure it out. On the flag football front, though, like, yeah, that's very frustrating that uh, your quarterback is just a fucking dickhead. Just couldn't figure out how to throw the ball out of bounds. Like, figure it out, dude. You uh, Game's on your shoulders when you're the quarterback in this game-winning drive. You can't make mistakes. You can't fucking scramble, get sacked, run the clock down, and fuck your team. Just throw it away. You got fucking, in flag football, you got fucking four downs to figure it out. Fucking figure it out. Feel for you, Mark. Change the team name, though. Anyway, let's go to Mike. All right, Brent, let's talk about it. I am King Cuck, dude. Can't I can't uncuck myself from last year. It's just it's just something that haunts me, man. It's just uh it's honestly unexplainable. There's some things that I can explain, like, you know, just me doing stupid shit. But honestly, like there's so many things that happened this year so far that just are not my fault. Uh Jove coming back like 60 points or something. With Dak and Amari the other week. Uh, me basically cucking myself. That's the only bad thing that I did as a manager this year outside of my draft. Uh, against Fox having, I think, with 60-something points on the bench, which was, you know, which was tough. But I, but I did it, so it's too late now. But this week, man, I fucking was doing real well. I would have beat anyone except for, I think, Stein and BJ. I would have beat every other fucking team in the league. And, like, we were talking about, it's luck and matchups, man. And, like, what can I do? My team is good. I just am unlucky. And then I had one week of bad management. So it's just spiraling out of control, man. I don't. I mean, I, I, just, I just don't know what to do. But um, I'm coming for Dave this weekend, and we're going to see how that works. But, dude... I am fucking desperate. There's no more tight managerial spot than being in last place because every move you make from here on out matters because you do not want to get paintballed. And that is just your driving motivation. I know that you have that, Mike, which is why I think that you're going to get out of it. You got enough. The one thing I think that really cucked you more than anything this year was the Baker Mayfield pick. And I know people have brought it up. We've talked about it. It's not necessarily the fact that you picked him. It's how high you picked him. It was way too early to select him. We all have that one pick in our draft where we just, we go too early. We jump the gun. We get just like excited and we're like, I want to get him. I have to have him. And you go and get him. For Zach, for uh, uh, Dave, it was Zach Ertz. For me, it was Deshaun Watson. And for Mike... It was Baker Mayfield. Um, Baker's just unfortunately not even startable fantasy football now. It's a shame. A lot of weapons. Cleveland browned it, dude. Maybe it's the Cleveland effect. You noticed, Mike, that all of your cucked problems started when you moved to Cleveland. Think about that. Mm. It's an interesting food for thought. I think you guys got to move back to the East Coast to reverse the curse. Actually, interestingly enough, I found out that we have an, another listener outside the, uh, the fantasy football community, which I love. I love listeners. I'll talk to whoever's out there. Hi, how you doing? Um, but special what up 
Ashley London. Thanks for checking into the podcast. I didn't know you listened. Found that out. Revelation this week. Uh, love it. Glad you glad you like it enough to listen. That's that's you you have no idea how uh, how much I appreciate that. That's great. That's great. You guys can share this with whoever the fuck you want. I'm not saying anything here. I wouldn't say in front of a room of people. I know I say some racy things sometimes, but you know I'm not like a bad person. I'm not saying like shit viciously. So you know fucking whatever. Anyway, uh, let's go to our man Dave. Yo, I don't know if because it's year five, I'm just, like, completely dry on material. But I feel like, like, a comic that's just, like, done his routine too many times. And I'm just completely drawing a blank. I got writer's block. No clue what the fuck to talk about, what jokes to make. Um, besides the fact that, like, you know, I wish my team was better. I'm not feeling great against Mike. I just feel like his team's actually pretty good. He's just had unfavorable matchups so far. Um, my best player's on bye. So, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully I can squeeze out a dub. Or else Mike's kind of right, right back in it. Um, Brent, I'm just wondering maybe like, can you do like like what's on the commission's mind? Maybe you put out a question the week before or you put out a question when you need sounders and we'll just kind of answer the question. Like, and whoever gets some more, maybe people can be creative with their answers and funny with their answers. Like it could be something stupid. It could be like, you know, anything. Just like put something out there, literally anything. And I'll give you my retort. I do not know what to do. <laughs> I think uh, first and foremost, like what I what I want more than anything is stories. Stories that are funny, like shit that happened to you. Like Dave, you had one the other day like, when you were at my house. You told me all about when this fucking you went to go sell uh, or follow up on a lead to sell them health insurance, and they fucking <laughs> the, the three hours that ensued. That's a great story. I'm not even going to tell it because I don't want to ruin it for you. You can tell that story. But I can do something uh, to kind of lead. Uh, but the problem is for me is like I put this shit together so last minute anymore that I'm just I'm talk I'm like literally it's like extemporaneous thought. Whatever comes into my head, I'm just start talking about. It's it's kind of a ridiculous way to do it. On the weeks I have more prep time, yeah, I can do that. I can commit to that, but it can't be every week. Because I'm just, I just don't have the time, man. But uh, I wish I did. That'd be great if I had prep time. It could be better. Mm, let's go back to uh, Dave. Brian, I appreciate you having me over last week doing the podcast. It was a good time with Hugo. Jen made dinner. It was really good. Just wanted to thank you again. Sorry I didn't get the finish. Uh, Hugo and uh, Dutch were going at it a little bit. I think Hugo was a little intimidated. And uh, he, he was trying to keep up with the big boys, but he just couldn't. And uh, Dutch got me last night. He scratched the shit out of my stomach. Uh, he was biting my foot. He was stepping on my head through a blanket. And, uh, you know, he's just one of those pooches. He's a weird fucking dude. But you got to love him and Reggie. But just want to say thanks again. Great job. Dude, Dutch is an absolute savage. Um, he gets excited. Here's the thing you need to understand about him. He is a um, super intelligent dog. Like, kind of like... On the spectrum of autism, he's like Asperger's. He's super intelligent with poor social skills. He's so smart that he can figure out like very like intricate problems and ways of like getting around my little security systems. Um, but he's also like socially retarded because he's just is so excited and driven by people more than anything, even more than food. 
that he wants approval and and love immediately, but is cursed because he's a German shepherd and they don't know how to express that. Like Reggie comes up to you gingerly, like puts his paws on you, licks your face, and is like kind of cute about it. Dutch is just like, like a fucking retard, just jumps on you and claws you. And yeah, his his claws are pretty sharp right now and pretty long because we can't clip them. I've tried to like literally hold him down. Jen and I have held him down. Two people on either side. Um, we've we've tried so many different things, and we can't clip his fucking nails. He squirms like this little like worm and gets away, and you can't you can't just, you cannot do it. You can't hold him still long enough to clip one nail. And we got the vet to give us like a very strong prescription of tranquilizer to put him down, like put him out basically to clip his nails. And he still fought the tranquilizer and just squirmed his fucking way away. He wouldn't fucking sit still. So we finally had to put him under, like under anesthesia, like local anesthesia to have the vet clip his nails. That's how ridiculous this got. But that shit cost me like 200 something dollars. I can't do that all the fucking time. So he's going to jump on people and scratch them up. So if you're coming to the Simone household and you give Dutch attention, just be prepared for a fucking paw swipe. It's like getting attacked by a bear. Um, so sorry about that, Dave. We're glad you enjoyed the dinner and the hospitality. We try to make up for it with all those different things because we know that our dogs are fucking crazy. But I think they had a good time with little pooch, little pee man. Good stuff. Good stuff, dude. All right, that's all I got. Uh, a lot of random thoughts all matched into one fucking mess of an episode. So there you go. About 40 minutes of just nonsense. Enjoy. Uh, and here we go on the exit with our man Stein, who brings us this creepy song that I think was originally by the Eurythmics or however you say that. It's a cover, I, a cover, I guess, by Ghost. Missionary Man. For our MVP, this has been Talking Ish with your commission. We'll see you next week.
respect is not given, it's earned, God dog it. Um, I think you just got, uh, cucked.